Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Build a Business Success Secrets. I am your host, Brandon C. White, and today I was inspired to give you five tips to increase your website conversions from a student call that we did today on office hours. And I figured I would do it for everyone so that you have some things that you can do to your website today to increase your sales. The last one is probably the most important. So you're going to want to listen in to the end. Check that out. Let's not waste another second. Let's get to it. All right. I have five tips for you today so that you can increase your website conversions. And conversions could be products that you're selling, services that you're selling, free things that you're giving away with lead magnets, whatever they are. These are probably my five top things that you can do. Number one, blinding flash of the obvious, as my friend John says, but worth mentioning because we forget about it because of the length of time, which is, number one, make sure your footer information is up to date. This is one of the things that it just happens. You build pages, you forget about them, and before you know it, you have 2018 at the bottom, and people come to your website and think it's old. And now that there's so many fake things out there, these little things are making a big difference. The other thing, keep up to date, is if you decide to have a blog, make sure that your blog posts are no more than three weeks old. I would say that's probably the maximum. Now, maybe you went on a blog binge and you wrote for 12 months and you have a bunch of, whole bunch of articles in there then go back and revive some of those. You don't always have to create new content. You can New content can mean taking old content, refreshing it, adding a few things, and then updating your publishing date. But if someone goes in and you say you're going to have a blog and your last post was more than three weeks ago, people are going to start to ask questions. Or if it's four weeks ago, then just be consistent so that you're doing one every month. Pretty much so that Someone who's looking at your site can see a pattern of consistency and say, oh, well, they just do one blog post a month. Okay, that's fine, but have everything up to date. Number two, videos. Videos are a great way to demonstrate your product or your service, but there's a few things that people get wrong. One, you got to hook people in the first few seconds, probably 10 seconds, and you really want to have the crux of your message in 15 or 20 And this is why it's really important that you have your elevator pitch done and complete and you have different versions of it because your elevator pitch flows through to your sales and marketing. So if you have that, you can just lift and shift it over here and create a video. The other thing on the video is create a video that doesn't require audio and I would probably use captions. This is something that we talked about Today on the call when we're doing a review of somebody's site and actually my executive assistant extraordinaire who works very closely with me on doing all of our websites, 
brought it up and it's a great point. Think about it. When you're on social media and you're in a public place or something like that, you probably don't have your video, your audio on when you're watching the video. And the captions really keep you engaged. And there's also this flow that you want to finish the sentences. So there's this innate human thing that the captions just seem to capture that person and keep them watching. So if you do the video, make sure that it doesn't require audio. And if you do, if you don't have captions, just make sure that it just makes sense so someone can understand what you are doing without actually having to turn the audio on. Number three, optimize your images. And what I mean by that is make them small in file size so that you don't have this big bloated page. And you can make your images, I think we make all of our images in brandoncwhite.com blog, the Build a Business blog, at about 700 pixels wide. And I use a free open source software called Image Optum. That's Image, O-P-T-I-M. And you can download that for free, whether you're on a Mac or a Windows machine. And it will strip out all the data that is behind the image that you don't need that makes it fat and bloated and reduce your image. It's free. You just drag and drop it. What I do lately is I have Photoshop, but I use Preview on my Mac. I size it. Then I drop it into Image Optum, and then that really makes my images as lean as possible. Number four, remove your social media links. Now, I know initially that sounds like something you shouldn't do, but here's the deal. You've just spent one way or the other, whether you have paid ads or you've done organic SEO or you've driven them through a podcast or your video, uh, YouTube videos or whatever that is, you've spent an enormous amount of time and effort getting people to your website. You do not want them to leave. You want them to buy or do something that gets them further down your sales funnel, whatever that is, sales process, whatever it is, you don't want them to leave. And one of the things that I'll tell you my own experience is, is that I go to Facebook to check our ads manager because we run paid ads on Facebook. And I check in maybe once a day to see what's happening. And I find myself not even getting to the ads manager for like 10 minutes. And before I know it, I look at the clock. I'm like, I came here to check the ads manager. What happened? And what happened is, is these sites are designed to keep you there. Time on site means they can serve you more ads, which means make you more, make them more money. And if you want to see an interesting documentary on this and you have Netflix, check out the social dilemma. It's pretty cool. And it has a very negative connotation, I will say. And I'm not quite sure that I buy into the complete negativity because social networks have done good things in many ways. The social network that I built and ran, although it was around sport fishing, did incredible things, came out of there. Nonprofits for kids with disease, veteran, taking veterans fishing, people got married. All sorts of great things happen. So I don't know that I buy into it. But the important thing is, is that to understand the construct that in many ways they are designed to keep you on site. And that documentary 
walks you through the design and, and what their approaches are. And actually, you'll see a segment in there with BJ Fogg, who I actually studied under from Stanford Persuasive Computing Lab. So it's pretty interesting. But my point is, going back to this point, is you want people to stay on your site so that they will buy, not leave, get distracted, and then forget. You can always remarket to these people. You should have a Facebook pixel and a Google pixel on your website so that you can remarket to people with paid ads. So you can drive them back if you want to or track them or serve ads to them on those social platforms so that they follow you. Ultimately, what you want to make sure at a very minimum is that you get these people's email addresses. You want your customer's email and or phone number, ideally email, so that you can interact with them. If you get that, maybe on a thank you page, you push them after they bought from you or had some transaction that you're trying to do, then on that thank you page, push them to a social media page. Because at that point, you've got them to do what you wanted them to do. Now, I would probably make sure that I've upsold them on something potentially so that you can increase your cart value if you're doing that or increase what they do with you. But ultimately, that's where I would place my social media links, not at the top of the front page so that they can come click off and get distracted. So it's enough on that, but I really believe strongly in that. And then the fifth one, which is arguably the most important one, is your speed of your site. And you can use a free service from Google. All you have to do is go to Google and actually Google page speed insights. And it'll bring up a link on Google you can put it in your website and it will run a diagnostic on your website and it will show you from zero to a hundred a score and it will give you that score for mobile and for the desktop. In both of those, you want at least an 85 ranking. Ideally, you have 90 plus because think about it. When you go to a website and it takes a while to load. You, you don't wait. You get distracted. Something else or you just not. There's other, There's plenty of sites out there that are super fast. So when something takes 30 seconds or 20 seconds, you, you just don't wait. And a lot of people are going to check out your site most likely on some sort of mobile device to start. I still believe that the desktop is a very, very, very important platform to optimize for because the fact of the matter is, is that most people are behind a computer screen all day. So they will do searching on their mobile device and then maybe when they get to their computer, because they have a bigger screen, do that. But ultimately, you want to make sure that your mobile score is 90 and above. And there's it will give you some tips. It will tell you what is going on with your site that's causing that problem totally for free here. This is a total free service that you can use today. And then you can follow steps. It'll give you tips. And if you have a webmaster or something, you can certainly have them look at that and then say, hey, we need to fix these things. So speed on site, speed of your site is hugely important. Ultimately, your homepage is the most important, but all of your pages are important. And that builds on 
going back to my number three tip, which was to optimize your images because images is one of the many factors that can speed up your site. If you have 10 images on your homepage and they're one meg a piece, that's 10 megs, just 10 megs in pictures alone. And you could easily optimize that. And then there's code that's going on behind the scenes and all sorts of stuff. But just Google PageSpeed Insights. It's a free tool from Google. It will rank you or give you a score from 0 to 100 and then give you all the things that it sees are going on and some tips on how to fix it. So there you have it. Five tips that you can do to increase your conversions on your site. Make it happen. All right, well, get those tips into action for your website. If you do have any questions, email me, b at brandoncwhite.com. Again, my email is b at brandoncwhite.com. That's actually my real email address. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe. Leave us a review. Tell me how we're making out. Tell me what you'd like to see, if you'd like to see anything else, or just how you're doing. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe so you stay updated with our three weekly podcasts that we're putting out. And rate and review us. Let us know how we're doing. Tell a friend. It's people like you who have helped our podcast get ranked in the charts like we have been, and we're really grateful for that. So pass it on to a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast. Until the next episode, remember, you're just one business plan away. I'm rooting for your success. We'll see you soon.